You're listening to Victory by Association with Jeff Tippett, international speaker, best-selling author, and entrepreneur. This is the podcast exclusively for association executives and members. Each week, Jeff interviews association executives about their victories, igniting new ideas for you to create greater value for your members. And now, Jeff Tippett. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff Tippett. I'm grateful that you've joined us for today's episode of Victory by Association. Today's show is brought to you by Targeted Persuasion, Public Affairs, and Communications. When your association has a policy prescription you're trying to advance or stop, you need the power of targeted persuasion. Building a successful grassroots campaign designed to move legislators and other elected officials. When you need to win, you need the power of targeted persuasion. Learn more at targetedpersuasion.com and check out our show notes for the link to the website. Today, I'm excited to welcome someone that I've been watching online for quite a while, and I'm honored to have an opportunity to talk uh, with Kiki Kiki Latalian. Kiki, thanks for uh, being my guest today. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) So at the time of our airing, if I understand what I saw today correctly, you've just gone through a birthday and you got interviewed on Good Morning America today. Did I see all that correctly? Oh my gosh, that Good Morning America interview was from um, actually 11 years ago. (laughs) So that maybe nine years ago, but it was, um, it was, I was reminding my sister that it was exactly (sighs) this date nine years ago. Facebook. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, those Facebook memories can be wonderful. Well, just tell us all quickly, like, what was that experience like being there? Tell us a little bit about what happened for you. Uh, well, the Good Morning America thing was was exciting. It was um, it was kind of unexpected, you know. Uh, you end up meeting a lot of different people in the D.C. metro area, which is where I live. And uh, my sister and I have both relocated from Southwest Missouri, where we grew up. And, uh, of course, when the family comes to visit during the holidays, it's always kind of a harrowing experience. And that particular year, there was a movie that came out called Four Christmases. And Good Morning America, they were looking for people to talk about their own experiences. And somehow, we made the cut. I guess our stories were that good. I don't know. Or scary or awful. And uh, so, yeah, so my sister and I ended up uh, talking with a film crew. They had a film crew out in Missouri to talk to my mom uh, and talk about how, how it was when our family came together. And so that was, that was that story, you know, it's just an odd sort of way that paths cross and you end up meeting people and Good Morning America happens, you know. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, a couple of things in your life, association chat, tell us a little bit about that and then tell us some about your agency work that you're doing as well. Okay. So association chat has been around for over 10 years. It started in March of 2009 and it's an online magazine, online community, podcast. uh, It's just a lot of different online. The online community part is actually really exciting because it started from a tweet chat with and get this, this shows you that you can live with any hashtag for that, no matter how bad it is for a long time, ass and chat, hashtag ass and chat. <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter, ass and association chat. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and that's been for over 10 years and it just kind of 
grew from there. And so um, the community is over 32,000 as far as how many people can somehow connect or do something with the different channels that we have for association chat. And then um, I think the reach is at something like 72. So. That's amazing. Um, and today we're going to deviate from our new usual format here of interviewing an association executive. And part of it is just around what Kiki has already talked about. When I saw all the anniversary stuff, and Kiki, I wish I could have been in D.C. for your party. Your party looked amazing. <laughs> I hate to miss a good party, uh, but it looked, looked amazing. And I, that's where I want to kind of spend some time talking today, kind of deviate from the normal path. But let's talk a little bit about your work with association chat. And especially around the fact of what you just said, you just celebrated a 10th anniversary. Now, yes. to me, that's, that's overwhelming. I mean, that's just amazing that you have committed and you've continued this for, for such a long period of time. And it makes me question and begin to, to wonder about resiliency and a, about the ability to stay focused and ability to keep going. Because all of us, association executives and those like me that are speaking, like we have these tough times when it just would feel great like to throw our hands up and say, no, like I'm tired. I just want to quit. But you've done this for 10 years, which I find to be impressive. Tell me a little bit about what centers you and what has kept you going. And maybe even tell us about a time you wanted to throw your hands up and let us know how you got through that time. So like last week, you mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I have to say, thank you um, for saying all of that. And I wish you could have been in town too for the celebration. We'll just have to have another one. Um, I have to say that I, I think that the resiliency question is a good one because um, I for sure along the way wondered, why am I doing this? Is anyone paying attention? Anyone who produces anything um, content wise has to ask themselves this question. And you wonder if you've ever been in the place of saying, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. And I tell you, I was at a uh, reception several years ago, and someone came up and said, I just love what you're doing, Kiki, but how are you making money at this? Like, why are you doing this? And it, it's stuff like that. He didn't mean it in um, any kind of bad or, or sort of derogatory way. He was just genuinely curious. And at that time, I hadn't reached out for sponsors or anything like that. And you know, it kind of it kind of hit me hard because there's a lot of work that goes into building a community and and uh, producing content for it. And at the time, I remember just really grappling with that question and little things like that. That question, a simple question from somebody that you you run into at a networking reception, or one day you wake up and you think, will anyone pay attention if I do the tweet chat this week? Will anyone pay attention if I miss one of these episodes? And the answer is probably they will. There's probably, you probably have a group of people who are lurking or watching out there who are paying attention and they don't have any idea how much of an impact their words have on you. And you don't know the impact that your words have on them. And so in a lot of ways, there is an element of faith that is involved where you have to have the faith that, that what you're producing, the content that you're producing, the community that you're building is something that has merit and meaning. And if it does, then it's that commitment or resiliency that you give to it, that you say, you know what, even if I don't have a million people watching this week, 
I'm going to do this because it means something to me. This has meaning. And I, for the two people who may end up watching this, it's going to mean something. So I'm showing up for those two people. Fantastic. Okay, so I've got several notes here just from that, your first statement here. That I knew this was going to happen. We'd get in and start digging down to some good stuff. <laughs> let, let, me, let, let me talk about one thing that you said, um, because this is something that I've been processing myself as well. When you, were, when you were asked about making money, and there is making money is fantastic. Like, we all have to make it. I get that. But do you think there's a space in our life for particular projects and things that we might just love and we might have passion about and say, you know what? Yeah it's okay if I'm not making money in this because like this feels good to my heart. This feels good to my soul that I'm living out like who I am as a human being. Is that ever part of thinking? Do you think? Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. So a million times. Yes. So, you know, what's funny is that people pay coaches a lot of money to ask a question that sounds something like this. Uh, what would you do if you weren't paid for it? You know, what would you do if you, you know, and I know the answer because I've been doing it for a long time. You know, uh, I've been more committed to doing something like association chat uh, than any exercise regimen, anything, you know, wow. and I'm not saying that, that every single thing, every single uh, piece of content that you produce has, you have to just commit. And I mean, for sure. If you get started with something and you're like, ah, this doesn't feel quite right. This isn't quite my thing. I'm going to keep tweaking. I'm going to keep messing with it. Fine. Do that. But if you find something that you have this idea that just from, just from a few conversations or a few things that come from it, you have an idea that there's something about this that is right. And I'm going yeah. to, and I like doing this. I'm going to stick with it. Um, there's some there's something to be said for that and it's totally fine to be creating something where you're not directly seeing um some sort of monetization come from it because i i can tell you that what ends up happening is you show up um for me i see that this happens you show up and you you know say you go to a com an industry event or you're producing this content and you go to your your industry's networking reception, you're going to run into those people for whom that content matters. Yeah. And they're going to think you're amazing. And you're going to think they're amazing. And it's going to be a love fest all around. And maybe three years down the road from somebody listening to one podcast that you did, they think that you're going to be the perfect speaker for their conference and they contact you. Yep. And they heard something and they're like, I don't know, it's a little while back. And it turns out it was years, you know, yeah. that's what happens. So it does have an impact. And I think that this, I think that we have to, even though we live in a, a time, which is amazing when we're able to send out a tweet and it goes to all of these people and it's just like a fire hose of information, we have to remind ourselves that there was a time when things were built to last forever. And, and just while it seems like our piece of content that we created, maybe five people listened to it or whatever, um, it could be years from now that somebody runs across that information and it's the right information at the right time. And I think if we create things that are meant to have meaning and merit and to help and guide people, uh, there's only got to be good that comes from that. That's beautiful. 
so well said. Let me ask you about something else that you talked about. You, you talked about building this community, and we ha you have this tenure, uh, ten year tenure here with with this community. How do you sustain? Like, because it's, it's do you reach these phases like where you, where you build, but then you have to figure out like how do I keep all this together? How do I hold it? How do I keep engagement? How do I keep people paying attention? Like, how how have you sustained this over ten years? Um, I've definitely tried a lot of different things, and I have I have kind of my background, you know. Um, in in associations and actually even before i got into associations my background is building communities and stuff mm. so so i kind of have um sort of a natural way of going into things and wanting to bring people together it's part of who i am and that helps me i think in times when i don't feel like doing that content sometimes i'm just I am a content machine and I'm talking about content because there's a lot of different things that I produce. There's articles, there's, I'm reaching out and doing interviews. There's the video specials. There's like all of the different stuff, you know? And it's like, sometimes I'm on fire and I'm <laughs> like, I can't stop. I just keep coming up with all this stuff. And then other times it's, it just feels like pulling teeth. And I think, have I lost it? Have I lost that drive for it? And I, I just remember different times in my life when, um, when I've kind of backed away from, from some of it. And it's okay if you back away a little bit, you just don't want to disappear completely. But sometimes we need a little space. In a normal relationship, if you think about it, in a normal relationship, there's sort of this you know, ebb and flow of natural sort of thing where things build up. You talk about music, you know, before before we started recording, you talked about music and, and it's sort of like things go up into a crescendo and you can't stay at that forever. It wouldn't, there would be no music, it wouldn't be musical, it wouldn't be beautiful if it's just stayed at that intensity for so long. So there's this natural sort of pattern that um, I think that that you have to let your communication your your community naturally go into and it does not feel comfortable all the time but it's the best thing because it's it's natural it, it, people need a break sometimes absolutely i had this conversation with someone that i'm helping along his journey the other day along his journey the other day he said to me he's like jeff I just feel so tired. I, I feel exhausted and I'm so afraid to stop producing content that my whole world will fall apart. And I, he's like, what do I do? Like, do I just try to make this happen anyways? And my response to him was no. If your body's telling you to take a break, if your emotions are telling you to take a break, there's a reason. Yeah. Go take a breather. Go take a day to whatever your body needs. And I promise you when you come back, you're going to have some new insight, some new fervor that's going to come in and people are going to be right back where you are. So like respect these rhythms of our life. Our calendars have rhythms. Our weather has rhythms. Like respect that and find beauty and find and I, you know, I've gone through the same thing, like with clients, like if you have this little time when things are dry and you're like, oh my God, will I ever sign a contract again <laughs> versus saying, you know what, I'm going to take a day's break right here and I'm just going to relax because probably tomorrow something mm -hmm. big is going to come in the door and it's going to take all of my energy and I want to be ready for that. So yeah. there is value. And you said, well, one last thing I hear I, I want to um, ask you about it. This one hit me the other day when I was talking to someone that I consider to be a guru um, in the space where, where I am in. Um, and this person brought up uh, the concept of imposter syndrome. And, oh, yeah. you know, 
I have spoken on stages you know, around the globe. I speak all the time. And um, I, I got a call last week from a university um, and a highly esteemed university. And in that call, I, I started listening to talking through all this and they wanted me to come in and meet with all of their communications teams, like 50 of these people coming together. They want me to train them and inspire them. And I found myself thinking, okay, I, I feel so much validation in this. Like I, I experienced this imposter syndrome as well. When I wonder like all this stuff I'm creating, like, you know, am I fooling myself? So I have my own Kool-Aid. Do you ever face that in, in your work and the things that you're doing with associations? And what do you do just to keep moving? I mean, literally every day, every single day. I mean, I, I, it's a wonder if I listened to that and stopped, I just wouldn't do anything because it's all the time. And, um, and I mean, chronically, like you could ask my husband or my daughter and they, they would tell you, you know, this is stuff. Um, I even have, like, I have kind of a, um, I have social anxiety and so, which is odd because I end up out, you know, talking to people a lot. Um, but I've had really debilitating social anxiety in the past and, Yet, it seems really important to be able to communicate with people. Um, and so the way that I handle it is I try to focus, I, I try to get out of it being about me. Usually what I, I think about is if I'm so, if I'm worrying about imposter syndrome and all that stuff, I'm not focusing on communicating with them. And if I can shift my mind into thinking about what is it that I think is really amazing that they might get the most value from, or that they might, why do they need to know this thing? Then I get into the sort of the curiosity part of it and the excitement of the information itself versus, you know, what, you know, what are they thinking about, you know, my background and my knowledge and did I use the, that word correctly and blah, blah, blah. Ah, you know, and it's, it's, it's good because it just takes that anxiety down several, several steps and allows me to just continue going. So that's fantastic. And I say that from stage all the time that it's, it's not about you. It's not about me. Like it never has been. It never will be. It's yeah. always about our audience. And if we're doing things, it's meeting needs for them and helping them grow and become better at what they do. We are <laughs> winning, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Kiki, thank you uh, for your time. Thanks for hanging out and chatting with me and sharing these insights. They've been pure gold today, and I really appreciate it. How's the best way for people to find you if they want to check out and a little bit learn a little bit more about Association Chat or about you or what's going on? How do you recommend people find you? Oh, for sure. Go to associationchat.com. We'll have a lot of information for you. You can find uh, links to everything that you might want to find from there. And my name is just really unusual. So Kiki Letalien, uh, if you start to write the name, you don't <laughs> even have to get it spelled correctly. If you're trying to tweet me or something like that, it's at Kiki Letalien. And uh, Twitter's really great about figuring out when people want to tweet me. So it's good. Outstanding. Well, Kiki, thank you for being my guest. Thank you all for being a part of today's episode. I appreciate you listening, appreciate you being a part, and I'll see you all next week as we discover another victory by association. You've been listening to Victory by Association with Jeff Tippett. If you've enjoyed, please subscribe, rate, and review. Be sure to check out the show notes for links relating to this episode. For information about becoming a sponsor or guest, please email podcast at jefftippett.com.